we're on week number 10. We're on week number 10. Can you believe it? I can. <laughs> Feels like forever. <laughs> Feels like the very first time? No. There's a song for that. There's, there's a song for everything. There is. I randomly drop song lyrics <laughs> while we do this podcast sometimes. Yes, you do. I don't sing. That no. would That would run people off. Heads up, we apologize. We're recording a day late, probably putting it out a day late as well. Uh, we've had some health issues hit the. We haven't. Home I of black. have, and I don't apologize. I feel sorry for me, <laughs> not for sick. anyone else. I I'm know, so it's... sorry the podcast is late. Excuse me, while I've been dying for four days. <laughs> I woke up at work violently ill food poisoning and i have been a miserable cow ever since but i'm really you said cow (laughs) really i saw your face i made a cow face you did make a cow face i'm gonna punch your cow face (laughs) i remember that joke the interrupting cow that's what what (laughs) knock knock (laughs) who's there (laughs) interrupting cow yeah i get it that was i don't want to that's what ran through my head I'm still a little bit cranky and frustrated that I did not get any of the things done that I needed to get done this weekend because I spent the weekend in bed instead, but I'm here. She had a wonderful, wonderful nursemaid take care of her. No, I didn't. I had you. You're, I tried. You're very sweet, and I love you so much, but Thanks. you're not a wonderful nursemaid. That's why we chose the careers we did. Yes, it is, and it's fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine, but... Yeah. There shall be no parades. No parades. There's always time for parades. Always time for parades. <laughs> you have to excuse Murphy. He's just very zealous at protection. Fierce seven-pound guard dog we have. Seven pounds of rage and teeth. <laughs> He'll give you what fur. <laughs> All right. Um, so our topic for the week uh, is actually something that Raven brought up, and I thought that was... A really, really good idea. So, oh, look, you liked one of my ideas for once. I like lots of everybody. Your ideas. Take note. Write it down. This day in history, he liked we my idea. <laughs> I love your ideas. You do not. <sighs> it's fine. You like my cooking. Love your cooking. And you love my sparkling personality. Absolutely. <laughs> it's okay. Rainbow. I don't like most of your ideas either. It's fine. We can rude. we can all have something. How is it rude when it's you and not me? I said I like your ideas. Yeah, you but said we you don't both like know that's not true. That's your party face. This is not my party face. This is my pajama face. That's your pajama bod. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what were, what are we talking about? Uh, we had to stop due to the barking, and now we're recutting. Okay. So welcome back. Oh. No, I'm already here. <laughs> I want to be done because I don't feel good. I want to go whine on the couch by myself. Almost a few more minutes. Okay. Right, what are we talking about? We're talking about mirrors. Oh yeah, yeah. I think that's a good topic. Great I topic. think it's a great idea I because it was a good it's idea been too. brought up to me several times. A lady that I co caregive with in a doula position that I have right now Doo-doo. talked about what? <laughs> I didn't say that. I said doula. Oh yeah, that's what I heard. Ugh. Anyway, you. <laughs> Moose. Anyway, she mentioned that one of the rooms that we stay in is, you know, has tons and tons of mirrors, as is per usual for older people, and asked how I sleep in a room with so many mirrors. 
And I told her that I don't have a problem sleeping in rooms with mirrors. I simply don't look in them. Mm. Close so, your eyes. No, I just turn make sure. Turn around. No, because in this every room, if you turn one. around, there's a mirror everywhere. There's Ooh. literally a mirror on every single wall. And on one wall, there's one, two, three, four different reflective mirror surfaces. Spoopy. It's not, again, it just, it depends on who you are and where you've been. I, I don't find it spooky, but I do not look in them because hmm. I don't, I don't want to see parquet. Parkour. Parkour. What? Parker Brothers. I can't understand what you're saying. <laughs> you're frustrating said, me and I don't feel good. Why don't you look in mirrors? Because I don't want to see what's behind me. Mm. Have you ever looked in mirrors in the dark in a room where someone's actively dying? They have. No, you I have, have not. No, well, I wouldn't recommend it. No, I don't. Um, but, you know, I've done this work for years. I started it with my mom and she always, because my great grandmother, both of my grandmothers and my grandfather all died in their homes or in our home. And my mother always covered the mirrors. And... When I asked her why, she said it was always just tradition, it was a sign of respect, and it was so that there was no personal reflection, that it was uh, a time to reflect on those who had gone on. Mm. And in Shiva, in the Jewish faith, they cover them because, you know, men is made in God's image, and man dying uh, diminishes the image, and... There's just, there's a lot of different things, and if you Google um, mirror lore or mirror uh, superstitions, every culture has one surrounding mirrors and death. Mm -hmm. They're all different, um, but they all have very. I mean, every culture, you know, uh, Asian, Jewish, European, and of course, being American, a lot of ours are so convoluted. You know, we carry a little bit of Everybody's, everybody's with us so my family being predominantly irish my mother would always say you know you never stare in a mirror at night because you'll see your shadow self behind you or you'll see something uh you'll see darkness behind you basically you don't want to see what's behind you in a mirror especially at night and you covered <laughs> we always covered the mirrors or turned them around and i don't tend to cover the mirrors because I, when I'm there with people, I know when their spirit leaves. I don't feel like I've ever been in a home where the spirit has lingered mm -hmm. or circled for long. Um, just my personal experiences. But I don't judge people who do that. And I don't think that people who do that are crazy by Cover any them. means. Mm -hmm. Mirrors have, like you mentioned, uh, the research I found, a lot of... A lot of cultures, they believe that those mirrors trap the soul. That uh, goes back to the ancient Romans and Judaism. Like you said, they they would cover the mirrors uh, so that wouldn't so it wouldn't trap the soul as well. It would leave. A lot of cultures believe that mirrors would trap the spirit and the body and not allow it to enter the afterlife. Hmm. So they would. That's why they would keep it trapped. But there was I did find some lore that said if you had an object of great power. Like, you know, you know, watch all those scary movies and stuff. Uh, evil entity trapped in this thing. They said that you could use mirrors. Like a horcrux. Right. Use mirrors on the sides to keep it bound. 
Uh, yeah, because yes, light reflects light, and mirror and mirrors by nature reflect light. Not allowing it to escape. Yeah. Yes, so they show us the energy that's in the room. They show us our true selves, which is why I don't have a problem sleeping in my room that has mirrors in it. I've had several people make comments about mirrors in my room, but I keep enough positive energy and contentment, and the placement of my mirrors is important. You know, I have one directly. That reflects the sun during the day and my crystal energy that's below it and then while it doesn't face the door I have another mirror that it pings off of and out the door of my bedroom so everything is for a purpose now I do have a mirror in my room that could be used for scrying that I do keep covered the uh, what you mentioned the the feng shui of it all which you're far better at me than those kind of things I don't adhere a lot to feng shui I I mean I try in some aspects like i mean i keep our the head of our bed faces south our feet face north those types of things i mm -hmm. do but i don't try to drive myself crazy with it <laughs> they say to keep and try not to go down the rabbit hole too deeply right to keep arguments to keep negative energy out of the bedroom then you have a mirror that faces the door or remain single or that yeah which that doesn't work so just have a mirror facing your door ladies <laughs> Uh, also for home protection, mirrors are great for that. Even if it's pieces of a mirror that you put that, that energy into that, that intention of blocking negative energies, you can hang a mirror that faces out or pieces of a mirror inside your, like your front window, your back window, near your front door and your back door. It's yeah, a good, that's why people hang prisms and things. Right. It's a good way to keep those negative energies out and keep the positive energy in. Yes, that's why a lot, yeah, people will hang broken bits of mirror or, I mean, I say broken bits of mirror. It's usually some type of crystallized piece of art mm -hmm. that is reflective and it re it's supposed to reflect the good in and deflect the bad out. Right. But so much of that is dependent on you. You know, if you're the negative energy, <laughs> mirrors aren't going to help you, you know. And if you're the positive energy, mirrors aren't going to harm you. And that's how I feel. I don't feel like I'm in danger sleeping in a room where there are mirrors. Unless I let my guards down. And even then, I'm not going to be harmed, but I'm going to scare the wits out of myself. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I try not to do things to unnerve myself. I try to make sure that, especially in the positions that I'm in, you know, as comfort for the dying and comfort for the family um, and to the other caregivers who, you know, death still makes uncomfortable, I try to make sure that my energy is bigger. Mm -hmm. than theirs and I try to make sure that it fills the room and kind of soothes over the cracks so I don't have time to be staring into the mirrors <laughs> and looking at all the negativity and the ugly things that are swirling behind me especially because I scry really easily I my mother my grandmother my oldest son we all get what they call the stares mm -hmm. where I have a capability of almost losing like how bear talks about his mind goes blank i can have my eyes go blank it zones out yes my eyes can zone out and my third eye will take over and i'll get all sorts of images um movie screen things that play in my third eye which can be helpful yes in some instances but i that's just that's not where i'm at right now in my life i don't have time to do mediumship or intuit ship if I ever were to change that and wanted to do readings for people, then yes, I would work on that and harness it and get a scrying obsidian. When, yeah, but it's 
It's just it's not where I'm at. I don't have the <laughs> headspace to do what I'm doing and do that because it's very, very involved. Yeah. When you are, when you're looking at mirrors, a lot of times uh, there's a mirror meditation. She talked about scrying. If you don't want to use a mirror, you can use an obsidian uh an obsidian mirror. Oh yes, black and goat has some pretty has pieces some of obsidian. Really pretty ones. Mm-hmm. Um, that Almost. every time I walk by, I'm like, oh, I gotta have it. Yeah, I want to touch them. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes, if I was going to do any type of professional mediumship or scrying, that's what I would use. I've, I like the crystal ball look, but mm-hmm. I definitely feel much more drawn to the obsidian. And if that's yeah. something that you know you do and you're good at just proceed with caution because you will see things and while i don't believe that you're going to see anything that's there to harm you you might scare yourself (laughs) and um you know you can kind of get in your own head with that so just it is something definitely prepared for yes be prepared don't go in it alone make sure that you have a mentor um do your research well before not google oh my goodness Right, um, all the horror stories. Yes, yeah, don't, yeah. Just, it's just be careful because a... you will see things mm-hmm. and it's not for the faint of heart, but don't be afraid. Don't assume that what you see behind you is there to harm you. It's just something unfamiliar. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't call mirror scrying or mirror meditations a entry-level Absolutely uh, not. activity. No, uh, it's not for recreation. Yeah, it is definitely something for someone more seasoned or has experience or has someone helping and watching them. Uh, because, like she said, you, do, you don't open yourself up to the negatives. You open yourself up to a lot of things that you don't normally see. Yes, it's just unfamiliar. Because, right. again, in my experience, and I know that there are lots of people who have had negative experiences, and I don't discredit those, but the unfamiliar can be terrifying. And while I've been terrified in my life, looking back and reflecting, I now know they were not terrifying situations. They were unfamiliar situations, mm-hmm. situations where I was unsettled or I had had an image in my head. Someone tells you it's a demon, you put that in your head and that's what it becomes. And that's terrifying, you know? So not everything that you're going to see behind you is out to get you. Right. But yeah, just proceed with caution. A lot of mirror work. Or don't proceed at all. Just <laughs> just leave it out for now. Yeah. A lot of mirror work. Depends on who we're talking to. I don't is, know. It helps you uh, get down to that base self. It's not what yeah. you view. It's what's, you know, it's almost the underlying layer there. It's that, what's truly there. Right. It kind of drops that ego and you just look at yourself a little bit differently when you're spending that amount of time staring at a mirror with that meditative focus and different things open up to you. So that's that's one way to do a meditation. Again, not a beginner activity, but is something you can look into. No, it is for deep reflection and mm-hmm. for people who... When you got to get are, to know yourself, that inner self. Yes. Yeah. Um, in psychology, they're used as well. Those, you know, stripping away the facade and really looking into yourself and that deep reflection, um, psychologists will use that as well. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, you know, on a deeper level, if mirrors show up in your dreams, because a lot of people like and are interested in dream work, if you find in a dream, uh, a broken one usually refers to some type of betrayal or backstabbing. Um, Whereas if you see a mirror in whole without any broken pieces, it's talking about, you know, your subconscious telling you it's time to do some self-reflection. Very much a time to 
see what's going on with yourself. Yeah. So if you see those things in a mirror, that's or in a dream, that's what a mirror usually represents. Interesting. One thing that is brought to up a lot, I feel like, in culture and movies is the tarnishing on old mirrors. Mm-hmm. Um, as a mirror ages, it naturally tarnishes, or it's been in lore, it's, it's popular. Been... No. That um, it means that someone died in a room with that mirror, and that is the last picture so to speak that the mirror takes a picture of their spirit a lot of tarnished mirrors then a lot there actually there are if you go antiquing Mm -hmm. or just into old homes there are tarnished mirrors and that's kind of a thing yeah um and yeah i've heard yes they get trapped in the mirror and that's one of the reasons but and i'm not sure which culture started that because that's in a lot of them i did find it in a lot of them uh, I know the earliest it's, was ancient Rome. Yes, which, you know, the Romans used water and reflection as for scrying even before mirror use. So, mm-hmm. but that's why a lot of our fairy tales use mirrors, like Beauty and the Beast and Snow White, and all of those use mirror, mirror on the wall. Use mirrors is because it comes from those old storytelling cultures, which. I don't think we mentioned it in this take. It <laughs> must have been the last one. The mirror, mirror on the wall. A lot of those Disney retellings of those grim fairy tales, you know, you think Disney's so wholesome, so clean, and then you look back, and there's so many items. I don't feel... And... Yeah, I feel like as adults, we're all... That's kind of a common thread now. We're like, look at the emotional trauma inflicted by these, you know, really horrible, sad stories, you know. Mm-hmm. Um but Disney, while they redid and popularized the stories, most of them are not Disney originals. Right. They are old French and European folk stories. So the uh, the fairy tale of Snow White, where the Wicked Witch or whoever that one is, she evil stepmother, evil stepmother, she's looking. She says, "Mirror, mirror on the wall." She is literally scrying to fortune tell. Well, actually, and see... in the original book. It's mirror, mirror in my hand. Who's the fairest in the land? Oh. And in the, I think in the movie it becomes on the wall. I don't know. I haven't seen that movie since it's I was. It's mirror, mirror on the wall. That's what I remember. I haven't seen it since I was really. I was a child. Mm-hmm. Uh, but multiple times when we're watching movies, even animated movies from kids, they talk about the abilities of mirrors to see things that we can't normally see with a naked eye. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had mentioned Beast. Beauty and the Beast has. That mirror yes, that yeah. He looks she yes, she uses it to scry, and he uses it to scry. Mm-hmm. And he says, you know, all you have to do is tell it what you want to see, and you'll see it. Right. And it was enchanted by the enchantress, you know. But yeah, mirrors I feel like have been baffling humans since the invention of them, you mm-hmm. know. And every single culture has some type of lore surrounding mirrors, specifically surrounding mirrors and death and spirits, mm-hmm. and but, you know, in actuality, in my reality, as someone who deals with death and spirits in situations where there's, you know, heavy activity and potential for sadness and darkness and things, mirrors reflect what's in the room. They reflect the light and the, the energy, dark. whether it's good or but bad. But yes, you just have to be the biggest energy in the room. You know, if you have mirrors in your room and they scare you, cover them. If they don't, good for you. Just... Don't look at them if they scare you. You know what I mean? Like, it's just that simple. They're not going to get you. You're more powerful than you think you are. And 
sounds rude, but you're not as important as you think you are either. There's nothing, you know, out to get us. You know, we're we're ants. We're insignificant. We're right. we're just learning our lessons, and whatever is behind us is probably ancestral and just unfamiliar, and we've forgotten that you know a version of us ages ago said, "Hey, look out for me," and then they're they're looking out for us, and we see them, and we freak out, we you know, and then we run the other way, protection. and we close. Yes, and we close ourselves off when we're given these signs because, you know, even as children, you know, there's children with imaginary friends and Mm -hmm. uh, they remember past lives and they remember all of these things, but then as they age and they grow, you know, if I had been raised any differently than I was, I don't feel like I would have had nearly as much lost time because looking back at the things that happened to me as a child that terrified me, they weren't terrifying. You know, they weren't scary. They were unfamiliar and they were unsettling. Mm -hmm. But there was no, I was not in danger. No one I know or love was in danger. It didn't mean anything dark or bad. It was just a premonition or a recognition of something. And when you put a scary name with an unfamiliar face, it becomes that scary name. Mm-hmm. You know, so don't close yourself off. Don't freak yourself out. Don't go home and flip around all your mirrors and throw them all away. Right. You get that. You but know. also don't stare at them in the dark. <laughs> don't freak <laughs> yourself out. <laughs> Uh, you mentioned historically there was a um, another thing I found that some cultures put a mirror in the grave with someone yes to prevent them from escaping yes yeah so it's just the opposite but it, uh-huh. mirrors are you know we see a lot of movies that uh, the movie mirrors one of the ones that really freaked me out oh uh, yeah that was a really scary I remember because my oldest nephew at the time, who lived locally, um, was really into scary movies and could never find one that was scary. And his mother was very much against it because she her belief system is very, very... It's Christian, but it's almost Catholic Christian. Like, she very much believes in demons and darkness and, you know, you let those things into your house and your TV even is a portal and these kind of things. Ring. Yes. And so uh, she was really guarding him against it. And I finally found a movie that scared him and it was the movie mirrors Mm -hmm. and it freaked him out. I have a picture of him still pops up on my Facebook memories of him sitting on my lap. (laughs) And he was like, he was big at the time. He was like 11 or 12 and he was still sitting on my lap. He was so scared. But the whole thing of it is like, we're talking about those mirrors. They trapped, um, souls again, ancient belief, not necessarily true. in in our path anyway, um, but those mirrors, they would, become haunted they become possessed because they at the time of someone's unfortunate demise in a in a terrible way they would that that energy would be trapped in there kind of yes like and thing. it was usually set up on purpose like it was set up as a trap mm-hmm. like it was set like it was a box of mirrors and it was set to confuse and disorient the demon or the monster and mm-hmm. so which Again, these all of these lures, I'm sure, have some truth steeped in them somewhere. But by the time they get down to us, you know, I was telling Bear earlier, we remember traditions so much longer than we remember the reasons behind the traditions. So, you know, while we're afraid of mirrors, etc., it's normally because all of us at one point or another have seen something move in a mirror that we didn't see move in real life. And so it's a little unnerving. It's a little unsettling. And because it does have a tendency to strip us away and show us ourselves and it centers us and humanizes us in a way that can be very humanizing, you mm-hmm. know, um, makes us feel very small and very insignificant and very mortal. 
So just because there are all of these lures and there might be some measure of truth to them, the truth can be so convoluted by the time it's gotten to us that I really feel like we're not looking at anything scary or dark right now. A lot of scary movies talk about um, there's no lore for Bloody Mary. Uh, if you're staring at the mirror and you mention her name three, seven, 13 times, whatever your version of lore is, I saw a couple. I always thought it was three, kind of mm-hmm. like Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> Way rather have him. But there was three, then 13. And so anyway... The, the lore of Bloody Mary is you're staring into a mirror. You're usually walking up the stairs. There's a group or in a bathroom and a candle in a mirror. And you repeat the name X amount of times and she's supposed to come to you. So uh, it originally was supposed to be scrying to see if you were going to marry somebody. It would show you either your husband, your future husband, mm-hmm. or it would show you uh, like the Reaper, meaning you would die before you would get married. Yeah. But... Before that, so the Bloody Mary herself, which a lot of the lore points back to, uh, if you look at a couple sites, there's usually three different, but the Smithsonian said that it's more than likely Mary Tudor, who burned over 280 people that were Protestants because she was Catholic. So anyway, she got the name of Bloody Mary, even though she was less violent than her father, Henry VIII, she got the name of Bloody Mary uh, and her sister was also mean. super violent. Yeah, they're always yeah. meaner to the women. It was harder to the women, yeah. yeah. Um, Henry VIII, who butchered way more, never got any slang-type names for himself. Uh, yeah, but, he's got a pretty derogatory song out there, though. Yeah. That's where most sources point to the the Bloody Mary yes, comes Yes, exactly. From. By the time it gets to us, it's so convoluted and, you know... Children's rhymes and stories and songs, you know, that adults made to scare the children into, mm-hmm. you know, behaving. Everything is pretty convoluted. But it's one of those games that a lot of teenagers will play. And I did see one article where it talked about that game. You know, a lot of people still play it to this day because a lot of people like to be scared. Uh, but they will do that in a bathroom. But it, I, I found it interesting that uh, it kind of symbolizes that entry to womanhood. It's one, it's in the bathroom. Two, um, you are, uh, there's usually blood in it. Are you going to get embarrassed about menstrual blood? That's what it's supposed to be, the becoming of womanhood. Yeah. Um, Which usually starts with blood. Yeah. So a lot of people. Women are badass. No shame. (laughs) They will. uh, If men, if manhood started with blood, there'd be a lot less men. (laughs) Dead. We'd just be dead. I give up. (laughs) Yep. Um, But a lot of lore points to that being kind of that time where a girl becomes a woman and how that all symbolizes that but again it's also just a fun creepy game that people like to do to scare themselves well, we all like to tell scary stories yeah. around you know the campfire and late at night with flashlights in our faces we all like right. to be afraid until we're actually until afraid. You're afraid until you scare the <laughs> out of yourself until you really scare yourself and that's yeah that's part of the but it's interesting to see, interesting to see how many things relate to you know, what we know as mirror scrying or mirror meditation, how many times that, you know... Well, it's just like the death card being scary in movies. Mm -hmm. Well, and even, you know, you had a comment on a tattoo you recently got, she's like, well, once you're not afraid of death, and it's like, well, that's not what it means. It's not what it means anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just one of those things. We don't recommend going out and start mirror scrying, and I don't recommend covering all of your mirrors, but I also don't recommend looking at them. And feel free to um, hit us up on the Facebook group and ask questions and 
things like that too because I'm interested to see if anyone else has had any experiences. Oh, that'd be fun. Because as soon as I mentioned that I was working at this particular client's home, the first thing out of this woman's mouth was, I can't believe you can sleep in that room with all of the mirrors. <laughs> and then when I mentioned mirrors, you know, a nurse, another nurse walked in and she was like, oh my goodness, you know, mirrors creep me out. And I was like, really? You know. There's a lot of times where I'll go into a home doing the job that I do and I'll walk past one and you're like, Oop, nope. Mm -mm. Yeah. You know, but for those of you who are... Because again, they reflect the energy of that's in the that home. Room. They hold, Yes, they mm -hmm. hold the energy differently than anything else does. So if there's a lot of fighting in the house or in the bedroom or in other places, then you're, you're going to feel it more so in that reflective surface. For those of you who, you know also have mirrors uh, or don't have the obsidian mirrors for tech witches you can use your phones or oh my your tablets goodness. if you, you tech witches if you don't want i mean again it's going to be there so just now that you're aware of it you can turn your ipad off scry stare into that blank frame and it will have the similar effect to staring in a mirror, yes, staring again, in an obsidian. Don't start scrying cold turkey. If you've never done something like this before, you know, start small. Nothing's going to hurt you, but I don't want you to scare yourself. Oogie boogie. Yes. No, no oogly gooks. Um, my last point is uh, for all you psychonauts out there too. Should I, shouldn't I stare into a mirror while I'm under the influence of oh, something? That's a big no. one. No. Whether it's... Um, you Under personally? No, no, not me. I've never. Yeah, but, no. Uh, again, interested in those listening. Uh, under the influence of cannabis or psilocybins, you know, anything of that nature. You know, once you let go of that and you are, you know, your conscious and your subconscious become that much closer together. If it's intentional with a purpose of right. opening a spiritual pathway, yes. When you have someone like a facilitator there with you who's there to hold help. your hand and mm -hmm. help you someone who's sober and spiritual and under so they understand not you know your crazy neighbor who's going to think that you're just tripping you know somebody who's spiritual metaphysical who understands things on a spiritual level and understands what you're going through you need someone like that there with you to hold your hand and comfort you and you know keep you a little bit grounded but yes absolutely venture into that realm of spiritualism see all of that stripped away that's a really good way to open up a lot of those spiritual gateways mm -hmm. uh, that enlightenment that a lot of people look for again if you're doing it for recreation totally different don't stare into a mirror <laughs> yeah don't you, scare yourself you will trip yourself out if you're doing it for intention to work on yourself it very much strips away that ego and you can peer through layers of yourself almost uh, and again I don't have the experience, but I did Google it because that has come up in conversation. It is something that can really strip away a lot of that outer layers and you really can uh, reach a new understanding. A lot of people say once they do that, they will, you know, it, it totally upends their idea of self and the yes. world around them. Peering through a mirror while you're on an elevated state like that will allows you to see a lot of things that you, you know, otherwise wouldn't. So anything else from you? Nope, we're good, and our youngest son is blowing up our phone. We need to go get him. Okay. Well, we will go do that. A little shorter this week. Hopefully that information helped. All about mirrors, mirrors on the wall, and your phone and iPad. Mirror, mirror in your hand. Mm-hmm. This weekend, can't forget, I will be at Hocus Pocus for their spring event. Appreciate the ladies over there doing that stuff. 
Uh, a lot of good vendors and readers will be there. I'll be doing Reiki yeah. on the 5th and 6th. Yep. I'm going to try to be there Sunday, but I, with the way I've been feeling and with new clients coming up, I'm busy, crazy, busy. So, yes. Everybody always loves to see you there. I love to see everybody. You're, you're popular. Yeah. So that's this weekend, 5th and 6th. Hocus Pocus, come to see me or us out there. Other than that, follow us on socials. Instagram is the Black Bear of Tarot. Facebook, same thing. Email at gmail.com. Uh, follow on the podcast, which is unknown at Instagram, Facebook. We have a group. Uh, we do want to hear if you guys have any stories about Psychonaut episodes uh, in the mirror or just mirror stories yourself. We'd love to hear some of those. And... Uh, or your that, own family's superstitions and traditions because I'm always interested being in other people's homes and things you know I hear all sorts of stuff so <laughs> add to my story repertoire right alright other than that we'll let you go for the week I'll get this edited and we'll be out not on witchy Wednesday but maybe on I don't know something Thursday <laughs> okay well all just right. you don't have to edit it as much we'll they'll just have to deal with our pauses and confusion because dog we just, barkings we just need to get it out yeah <laughs> All right, guys, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.